Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. My heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Break it down. Boom, boom, boom. If you do a party, ain't invited everyone you knew. Did you enjoy that? I love that. You took me on a road trip. Yo, I'm Poindexter. And I'm Poison Ivy. And you are now in tune with Rebel and the Geek. Yeah. (laughs) All day, baby. All day, all night. Oh my gosh. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Yes. We we love y'all. Absolutely. We in this thing to sprinkle a little water on you. I done told you about that water. I like to say it like that. Okay. All right. I like to say it like that. All right. You know what? (laughs) What? (laughs) That Golden Girls song brings me to a topic. What does it bring you to, babe? You hauling. Oh, shit. (laughs) She said the magic lesbian words. You hauling. Yes, man. The LGBT community is real good at that shit. Yeah. I mean, as far as lesbians are concerned, because that's the only, you know, position I can speak from yeah, personally. Yeah, I can't speak from a gay male or anything. So nah. that I don't think that'd be, you know, Oh, fair. my gosh. I was a U-hauler. Yeah, I think we've all had our share of U-hauling. You think so? Yeah, I really think everyone has had some sort of U-hauling story. Yeah, some sort of experience with that. Yeah. What is you hauling? Women jumping in head first. Mm. Without any snorkels. <laughs> no swimsuit, no snorkel, not even a fucking inner tube. Just jumping. <laughs> Pulling up the truck and jumping. Pretty much. Pretty much, man. You hauling is when you find a likeness, <laughs> a connection with somebody. Um, and in a matter of a couple of days, uh, you want to get married, move in, have children. Days to weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, now, a, in a matter of a month, you already want to be married to this person, have four kids, have a dog and two cats, a picket fence that may be rainbow colored or white, a nicely manicured lawn, and everything else. Like, Damn. <laughs> Push through with the manicured lawn. The manicured lawn. Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh, man. I was such a U-hauler when I was younger. That bad? Wow. Really? Yeah. I love older women. Can't you tell? Fair enough. I I mean, I'm just like six hours older than you. I'm not that much older. (laughs) I'm not an old hag, honey. (laughs) Grab my teeth and my cane. Oh my gosh. I wasn't thinking older in that sense, babe. More like a jaguar. Okay. What do they call them? Oh, um, cougar. Cougar, sorry. Yes, okay. Jaguar. <laughs> I don't even know what this... I, don't, I know there's a term for, like, what a jaguar is. I don't know what it is, though. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That may be, like, a man that likes younger boys. Maybe so. I don't know. Or that could be a pedophile. It could be, so... Okay, that's going left real quick. that. Yeah, we don't know what that. it is, so scratch that shit off. <laughs> I loved older women. You know, somebody that was just vibrant, um, experienced. Mm -hmm. I fucking love that. When you said vibrant, I was going to ask you, no younger woman had that, but when you say experienced, okay. Yeah, it's all about the experience. You know, to have an older woman to, you know, educate you on some shit, Mm -hmm. you know, still support you and care about you. Mm -hmm. She can cook. She can take care of the kids. That shit is sexy to me. So that was just kind of your weakness? Your weak spot? Yeah, absolutely. That was my weakness. That made you just want to, like, 
throw in the towel and just have a new life? That was a shit. Listen, a cougar was my motherfucking kryptonite. She can have all <laughs> my paychecks. All of them. I wanted to be like her. As well as okay. being with her, I okay. wanted to be like her. And I think uh, that could be partially what brings on the u ness If that, I just made that up. We're going to roll with it. U-Haul-ness. Okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> it's so funny. You know, we have our own definitions of what U-Hauling is. But let's let's take a look at the Urban Dictionary. The official Urban Dictionary. <laughs> the trusty, <clears throat> dusty Urban Dictionary. Wow. This is what we got here. U-Hauling. The speedy act of moving in together after a brief courtship between lesbians. So even the Urban Dictionary sticks it on lesbians. Right. Because it's a stereotype. It's the thing, quote unquote. And they even give us a sentence to go off of on here. Liz and Jess are totally U-Hauling their relationship after only three weeks. Damn, Liz and Jess. You guys are, I got to actually give y'all a round of applause because I was U-Hauling like after two days. Wow, babe. (laughs) Damn. I was bad. I mean, I can honestly say, you know, I've been with guys, I've been with women. And my personal experience, even guys come from the perspective of, oh, you know, I want you to be my girl and things like that. But never do I recall having the perspective like women who are like, move in with me and let's get a place together and marriage. And what do you think about marriage and and kids? And, And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, let's talk about at least a relationship first. How about of some sort? How about what's your name, bitch? Right. What's like, your date of birth? What's right. your zodiac sign? Right. Do you have diseases? <laughs> I mean, we need to go down the list. It's like lesbians, from my perspective, don't take things in steps. It's like they all they they like you and they want to jump in head first. <laughs> in other words, I like you. I love you. I think I'm dying. That's exactly what it is. I cannot say how many times I've had women, I meet them online and literally no lie, like after like a week, they're already telling me that they love me. Really? After a week? And that's when I stopped talking to them. Back then, I was ready to move in with a female, but I wasn't real quick on telling them I love you. Really? I mean, at least 90 days before I said Mm -hmm. I love you, but yet I want to be in your space all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, And being in somebody's space, living with them is like, that's the ultimate. Yeah. Because you can love somebody all day, but if you don't like them, love don't mean shit. That's probably a whole nother episode. That but, part. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've had my share too. I've had my fair share of, you know, moving too fast and things like that. I've always seemed to be on the other end of that spectrum though. I've never really been the one who was like, oh, I want to move in with you and I want to do this. Of course I did it, but it was like I was going along with, okay, well, maybe, you know, that kind of thing. It's so funny that you say that because that brings me to the idea that U-Hauling is something a lot deeper than what we've seen on the surface. Oh, yeah. I think it goes back to... What went on in your household as you were growing up? Maybe your mother wasn't there. Maybe your father wasn't there. Maybe you had both parents there and they were smothering the shit out of you. So you were looking for a way out. That's the only thing that really brought um, me to understanding why I was Mm -hmm. U-hauling. Because my biological father was never there. Mm -hmm. And when I seen these older women, they were just so strong. Just like my mom. And I love that 
I love that my mom was such a strong black woman, but at the same time, I wasn't planning on spending the rest of my life at home with mommy. Right. So I was so quick to hop on the back of that U-Haul truck and say, all right, let's move in with this woman and start this family or let's move in with this woman because she's just so great at juggling things. And then also there was, okay, let me jump into this with this woman because she's my way out. Mm, Okay. Your way out of what? Getting out of my mom's house and trying to pursue uh, a life of my own, a married life perhaps. Even though you were trying to get out of that situation, were you still going after women that gave you the safety of home, but you weren't in home at the The security. Right. It was the security. I absolutely adorned the security. That's pretty much what it boiled down to. I think for me, keeping me from wanting to jump so quick was the fact that I had children. Yeah, you were a mother. Right. So bringing someone into my house like that was just like no 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 like even for me to go stay with somebody was totally different from having someone in my own home Hmm. I never brought people into my home like that Mm. no one ever came to live in my house and even times when I might have gone to live with someone that was different to me because I can always leave your damn house I'll I'll pick up and leave your shit me and my kids will be gone by midnight (laughs) tonight whereas somebody staying in my house they now know where I keep things in my house. They know the safety in my house. You know what I mean? So that's too much, too personal to bring someone into my home like that. When you say they now know the safety in your home, like, how do you view that as being a bad thing? Them knowing the safety in your home and feeling safer in your home. I mean, as far as the person that I'm dating or talking to. And you bring someone else into your home. Now it's like they have access to your safe spot. And you have to be careful Mm. who you're bringing into that space Mm -hmm. because not everybody has good intentions. Right. You know, now you know where my children's bedrooms are. You know how we lock their room windows at night. You know how we lock the doors. You know where I keep weapons in my house. Now you know this. Now you know that. You know what I'm saying? There's too much you're going to know by living in my house. I feel you. Bringing over company. Is one thing. You come over for a while, there's only so many hours you have in my house. But if you live there, that's that's way too much. Right. That's way too much. I'm very glad that you pointed that out because honestly, I never viewed that as a single black lesbian, young black lesbian at the time that didn't have children. I didn't think about that stuff because I didn't have to mm-hmm. think about those things. Mm-hmm. But I think that if I knew then what I know now, I would have been more cautious mm-hmm. because who knows what that woman could have did to me right? or what those women could have did to me. Right. Well, they say hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah. Hindsight is always twenty. Speaking of 20. 2020, you raggedy bitch. You raggedy ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, moving forward. So as far as you hauling is concerned, I did it because I was looking for security. I did it because I was looking for a way out. I did it because a lot of me idolized the women that I was with at the time because they were older, they had their own, and I wanted to have my own too. Mm -hmm. And seeing them be the way that they were, creating such a euphoria of an environment, for me, when I did stay with them, even though it didn't last at all, because the 
truth be told, I was young. I had nothing to bring to the table but maybe sex mm-hmm. and a good conversation. Mm-hmm. That's about it. It wasn't until I almost became 30, I would say maybe like late 20s, where I realized I want something of my own because that feels good. There's mm-hmm. something about that that feels a lot better. Right. And U-Hauling isn't only just about engaging with someone that you are sexually intimate with, or but also friends too, friends U-Haul. Mm-hmm. Friends U-Haul for that safety of being around another friend versus taking on the world by themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times, and everyone has their own reasons, and I think that a lot of times it's, it boils down to you need to have some kind of title as to what you are. Mm-hmm. And, and people don't like this word, but sometimes you have to let things flow. You know, especially when you when you meet someone and you're just kind of talking, getting to know someone, everyone's like, oh, are you guys dating? Are you talking? Are you this? Are you that? It's like, whoa, first of all, mind your fucking business and get your own business to mind. <laughs> but it's like everyone's so quick to rush to get a title on something Mm -hmm. instead of just getting to know a person in all aspects of their personality. You're absolutely right. When we first met, I wasn't trying to U-Haul with you, but I was rushing things in regards to wanting to be with you Mm -hmm. and wanting us to have something more than what we had. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't the right time. I was in pushback mode back then. Yeah, you were that man. I was like, your swerve game yeah. was fucking savage-like. <laughs> you know, you never told me that you liked me until we actually got together the, two years ago. Mm-hmm. That's when you were like, I actually liked you. And I was like, how the fuck how did the you fuck like did me? you like me? <laughs> right? yes. I got no inclination that you liked me at all. I am that With how person. you were swerving the fuck out of me. I always told you, no one would ever know that I liked them unless I told them. That part take you guys down this trip called memory lane with me i remember you hauling with this one uh girl at the time and she you know she talked a big game you know she always took me places we always did so many things together and within a couple of weeks of us knowing each other of course all i want to do is be around her (sighs) moved into her house which by the way the only part of the house i really saw when i went there was the living room which was nicely put together i mean like she had what looked like lambskin rug on the fucking floor and this and that and the third like she was fancy (laughs) schmancy yeah she was fancy come to find out she slept on a mattress on the floor Wow. Like, because I had never been in her bedroom. Right. You know what I mean? Anytime that we had been intimate with each other, it possibly occurred in her living room or maybe a hotel or something like that. But she have no fucking furniture in the rest of the rooms. It's like she put her entire life savings into that living room because that's the first part of the house that you see when you walk in. Maybe she was hoping that if you moved down with her, you'd buy a bedroom set. Possibly. That could have been her motive because my motive was security and protection. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't her motive be maybe she can help me out with this? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe Poindex can push through because Poindexter is a hard worker. She goes to work. She gets the coins. Then she could put more coins towards my home for me and my kid. Mm -hmm. And it was just like even the kid was sleeping on a mattress on the floor. There was barely any curtains up at the windows. It was sad. Yeah. It was sickening. And I, from that moment, I was just like, okay, I really got to stop doing this. This is just ridiculous. And not only that, moving into somebody's home or you hauling into somebody's home 
you have to be able to bring something to the table because the truth of the matter is you're moving into their space so everything that's there belongs to them nothing belongs to you except your body and your clothes i know some people who they've u-hauled and they get a new place a completely new place together and is that even smart because now both of your names are on a lease and you're stuck with this person yeah that's not a smart move yeah, either. Yeah, like don't make a contract with somebody you just met. Right. I've seen people in my past, friends, mostly friends, that get with a person and within the first 12 months, they're already engaged and they're already getting ready to get married. And now that they're married and moved into a place together, three, four months pass by and it's trash. Yeah. That's not the person that you were supposed to be with. Yeah. I've even had that experience. I got married way too early at one point in my life. Mm -hmm. I met somebody in November, was engaged with them by December, and was in the courthouse in, like, March. And then had a whole wedding in June. And by December, we were looking at getting divorced. Yeah. You can't get to know somebody in a certain amount of time. You may know what you see, but you haven't scratched the surface. You know what I started to believe? Within the first 365 days, I think that I'm getting your representative. That's yeah. what I started telling myself. Some people are really good at oh, shoving yeah. that shit down and bringing out that rep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. Yeah, it's they really are. amazing. Beware of the representative. Man. You think you know somebody, you have no idea. You know, um, even people have asked me in regards to Poison Ivy and I. First of all, just so that you guys know, just a little quick rundown. Poison Ivy and I have known each other for well over 10 years. Mm-hmm. All right. Even though we've known each other for well over 10 years and always flirted with each other and had a thing for each other. We ne- we just decided to not cross that line at that time because mm-hmm. the universe said the time wasn't right. Right. Then when the universe brought us back together and said, hey, the time is right, we still took a year, no, two years of being in a relationship before we even decided to be engaged. Right. Poison Ivy just... I told you you were going to marry me. Yeah, you did tell me. Yeah, yes. But yeah, she just sprung the question on me, what, less than a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. After being in a relationship for over two years Mm -hmm. and knowing each other for over 10 years. Right. So, yeah. And we're still getting to know each other. Still. Like, there's still aspects of each other that we are still being familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. And even though we're embarking on this journey together, we are so open to connecting with one another and still getting to know one another and building on our best friendship. Yeah. And, I mean, I've met people who literally, they say that they met they kind of u-hauled and it worked out and they've been married for like 10 years and that is fucking awesome those are rarities right there right but as a general rule you do need to get to know somebody before you decide that you're gonna share a space exactly you think you know a person's motives you think you understand a person i've seen people get divorced after 20 30 years because of some shit that popped up that they had no idea that their partner was even capable of doing that to right them. oh she'd never do that yes the fuck she would and yeah. here's the sheet showing that she did it 
<laughs> bitch. <laughs> Word up. Word up. So, yeah, man. You guys got to take your time out there. And if you are just now hearing this and you have been a U-Hauler, you know, share in the comments. Let us know, you know, some of your experiences and what you've learned from them. Because I can damn show guarantee you that I've learned from my experiences heavily. Mm-hmm. It actually helped break me into being the woman that I am today, thinking a completely different way than I thought before. Yeah, I think it's always experiences that, that get you there. What is it that, that clicked in your mind that made you say, you know what, I'm a fucking U-Hauler? Um, I think it clicked in my mind when I was always moving around a lot. Uh, I had a best friend. Uh, she was an old best friend of mine that I met in Tampa, Florida, and we did everything together. Mm -hmm. We were very close. We actually, we were in a relationship uh, for about uh, three to four years, and then we decided that it was best that we both go our separate ways because I wanted more and she didn't. She still needed time to live. Mm -hmm. So we both agreed on that, and we just remained best friends after that. And even though we broke up, I decided I don't want to live without this person. I want to always still be around her. We still lived together. We still moved together. Mm -hmm. um, and when I say moved, I mean like when you seen her, you seen me. Mm -hmm. When you seen me, you seen her. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until she got into a serious relationship after we moved to Kentucky, she got into a really serious relationship. and. I slowly started to see my best friend outgrow me. Yeah. And it was time. It was time for her to move on. It was time for her to embark on a new journey with the uh, older woman that she had connected with. Keep in mind, they didn't move fast. You know what I mean? Like, they had been in a relationship for about two, maybe three years, maybe, mm -hmm. before the, uh, she actually ended up moving into her girlfriend's home. Mm -hmm. The last time I saw her, I said, you know, when I was going to see you again, and she legit told me I don't know. And it was hard for me to swallow, but it was what I fucking needed. Mm -hmm. And from that moment on, I was by myself. And right. I think I, at the time I was like maybe 30, 31, and it was time for, it was time for Poindexter to grow up. Right. And so because I was forced into that space, it was hard at first moved in with a co-worker actually and that didn't work out oh my gosh that's a whole nother podcast y'all <laughs> but I moved in with a co-worker it was trash she has the same last name as me and still turned out to be trash <laughs> I don't know why us having the same last name made me think oh, things was gonna gosh. work out all right and it didn't but anywho um I moved out of the house with her and I was said and I anchored down and said, you know what, I'm gonna get my own place. I got my own place, which was a studio apartment. It wasn't my first apartment by myself, but it was this, a different mindset. It was a different mindset, exactly. Um, so I had my studio apartment and the first month or two in my apartment, I felt down. I was sad. I felt alone because it was something that I had dreaded for so long. Mm -hmm. You know, being alone, doing things by myself, that shit was hard. But I emotionally got myself through it, 
And with by the third month, I was like walking around the house naked, Hanging like from the ceiling, Woo! swinging from the chandelier, like ah, <laughs> playing Xbox, hanging upside down from the chandelier, <laughs> butt ass naked. Like yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah, and it it was what I needed, and I'm so glad that it happened. And if you're listening out there, ex best friend, if you're listening, thank you, thank you for what you did. It was hard for me to actually swallow that jagged pill but i got it down and i appreciate you for pushing me out there even though we don't talk anymore i appreciate you that was hard but that little jagged pill yeah it was hard to say that out loud but i feel much better now that i got it out good i'm glad you got that little frog out your throat (laughs) good right on i think for me in my u-hauling situations it's Coming from the perspective of being a mother, you, you're you so brainwashed and programmed into believing that a bigger household with another adult figure, you know, being a lesbian, it's going to be another woman. And your mind is kind of like, okay, well, I'll have this other person, this partner that can help me with my kids. Of course, they, they put their representative out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love kids. And oh, oh, no, and that's a goddamn lie. Right. But... I think it's that mindset of, okay, well, you know, they're, they're good with the kids. They're, you know, whatever. So let's give it a try. Right. And in reality, no, that that's not the reason why you should do that shit either. I totally feel you. So let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a U-Haul experience of your own? In, in what sense? And in the sense of, okay, I'm going to move in with this woman for stability or for this or for that, for whatever reasons that you can dig deep and think of. Yeah, I think each time probably was for the matter of stability. Mm. I think every time. And like I said, for the matter of my children, Mm -hmm. I don't know what perspective I I would have if I didn't have children, Mm -hmm. if it'd be any different or whatever. But having children, you want... You want your children to be in a a stable place. And it's like, if I'm going to be dating this person, it's kind of like, okay, well, I want them to get to know this person. I want, you know, this person to be around. I want this person to help. That kind of thing, you know, if they're going to be there. How long did you go um, with dating somebody before uh, packing up everything in a U-Haul and moving over to their place or them moving over to your place? Well, nobody ever lived with me. (laughs) <laughs> that's homie don't play that no you know what even when it came to like fucking you're not coming to my house bitch my kids are at my house do you have a house oh you don't have a house then we're not gonna fuck oh you do have a house then i'll come over there and some people are like no nah, they gotta come to my house i'm not going to their house i was the opposite now bitch you're not coming to my house you don't even wow. know where the fuck i live that part i live somewhere in this city that's it you remember when we had first met Yes. And I drove over to your apartment complex. I had no idea what apartment you were in. You, I didn't, at first, I didn't even tell you which apartment. You didn't. Which complex. You just, I met you like up the street. Yeah, you did. I was like, fuck <laughs> this shit. She might be some kind of psycho. Nah, she's not coming to this complex to even see where I live. And when we did drive over to your complex, we sat in the, in the uh, parking lot for like <laughs> six hours talking. I never went into her apartment, didn't know her apartment number, didn't know if it was on a first floor, the second floor, the third floor. It wasn't until I moved from that apartment. You never came into that apartment at all. Ever. And I moved 
I had like maybe three more months in that apartment and then I finally moved into a house and you came there. Yeah. But even me coming to that house, it wasn't right away. It wasn't right. as soon as you moved there. Right. Like there was still a year invested into our into our friendship. Right. Uh, prior to me even coming to that house. Mm-hmm. Man. I had to protect my children. You, you were the I, gatekeeper, I my dear. I was like, fuck that shit. <laughs> nah. Because we, we were lock and loaded in this motherfucking house and you ain't coming to my house. You know, just not to know someone. Mm-hmm. And it's not like. I work with you or I hear things. I'm just going by, I met you and I'm going by the things that you say. Right. So that you got to be careful. And just to piggyback off of poison Ivy, just because you like somebody, because <laughs> let her tell it. She liked me a lot. A lot. Oh, I liked her a little bit. <laughs> it was the bow tie. That's what I liked. <laughs> but nonetheless, the bow tie and that chocolate skin. <laughs> she still had, enough hold on herself and her emotions and her lust and her vagina to say hey nah we need to get to know each other more for you to even come over to my crib and you are not my girlfriend just because you eat my pussy (laughs) i've been in that situation before too i was in a relationship one time i had no idea i was in a relationship i would let me tell you i would have this motherfucker watching the kid i live with her uh-huh. I used to have this motherfucker watching my kids while I was going out, still halfway talking to my ex. Now, I had broken up with the chick, this other chick. I didn't know I was in a new relationship. I was just like, because we never discussed it. We never, you have to have a fucking conversation with somebody to say that you're, are we in a relationship? Are we? Yes. Yes. We're on the same chapter. Okay. There we are. We never had the discussion. I just moved in. Don't assume. Don't assume because I live with you, we're in a fucking relationship. Don't assume because we're fucking. So she used to watch my kids like all the time and I'd be going by my ex and shit. Just chatting, fucking whatever. (laughs) You were a (laughs) pimp. I had no idea. I swear. You were a player. That's what you were. But I didn't know. But we were talking one day. And she said something about being my girlfriend. And I st- I think I had food in my mouth and almost choked. Because I looked at her like, Girl. we're in a fucking... I didn't say it, but I was like, we're in a fucking relationship? I was like, oh, shit. So there was no conversation leading up to or anything that said we are official like a ref with a whistle? No. And we... And that's that's when I realized you have to have a fucking conversation with somebody at the very least about becoming official don't assume just because you're doing this or that that you are in a relationship it may seem like it's common sense but it's not just because you move into somebody's house does that make you official not in my opinion you still need to have this fucking conversation i agree because we could still be just fucking kicking it and you helping me out and i'm living here and i'm helping you out and i'm paying the bills because that happened to me again and that's happened to you twice well and the second second time it wasn't it was different but this person said to me, you know, you could move in with me and, you know, you help me out with the bills. I help you out. You know, we're, we're helping each other. That's literally exactly what she said. That's that's it. That that's was... how she presented it. And I was like, yeah, because I used to go, you know, over her house sometimes and chill or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's a good idea. You know, that's what it was. And that's what she said. And that's what we were on. Mm-hmm. So I move in. I don't even know how many weeks or whatever later. And she would come to me like on relationship level I wasn't fucking anybody at the time but I was like what is this bitch talking about and I'm like holy shit we're in a fucking relationship 
This what? is like the second time she in my life. She fucking trapped you. Her motives, when she approached you about you moving in, she already knew what her motives were. Yeah, and it's like, don't, if I invite you into my home to stay with me, and I haven't discussed with you at all or even brought up being in a relationship with you, but I come to you and say, hey, you can move in with me. Help me pay some bills. I'm helping you. We both saving money. Cool. And you say, cool, even if you're sleeping in my fucking bed, we're already fucking. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we started fucking when I moved in. Mm -hmm. We're already fucking and you just moved in. How does that make it official that we're in a relationship? If no one discussed being in a relationship. Yeah, I get the whole assumption part of it, but that's the problem with assuming. You make an ass out of you and you. Right. (laughs) Because I'm not in that. You had that whole, I'm a, you're in a relationship with me conversation with your damn self. You right, didn't have that conversation right. with me. You can be in your feelings, but don't get mad at me for not knowing. You can be in your feelings for something, but don't get mad at the next person for not knowing when it's not something that you even mentioned. Right, because just because you're moving in, the whole point was for me to help you out, for you to help me out, and we have a cuddy buddy in the process. So, right. you know, who can beat that? Right. So I totally get your frustration behind that. Right. And I halfway like that motherfucker anyway. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. This is this is the relationship I'm doing? Damn. I could have stayed home for Why this did, shit. You could have had a V8. <laughs> shit. I need a V16 for that motherfucker. Why did you even agree on the relationship? Like, why didn't you rebuttal? When she brought it, when she finally brought it to your attention. She's, she's kind of unstable. Mm-hmm. So at that point, keep in mind, like Mentally? I said, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. My kids live there, so yeah. I can't just do whatever the fuck I want because I have to think about my kids. Too. Oh, okay, because it's like we're here now. So. Right, right. Okay, so, you got me. One, one for you, zero for me. Right. But please believe, bitch, I will come back. Right, right. So it was like, okay, whatever. And like I said, it wasn't like I was trying to court somebody else at the time or whatever. So it was like, all right, you know, whatever. I just left it alone, you know? You're here, I'm here. Making the best of the whole fucking situation. Gotcha. Damn, that was a good fucking (laughs) U-Haul story. Oh my gosh. That was like a rebound. I know I was a rebound for her too. There's nothing wrong with rebounding. Be aware of the fact that you're rebounding. Right. You know, and be honest. Hey, you want to fuck? Sure, I ain't got nothing to do. How about Thursday? Thursday's cool for you. Thursday works for me. Let's fuck. (laughs) That does not mean you're in a fucking relationship. Right. Absolutely. So if I could give anybody advice out there from a stud's perspective or just from a lesbian perspective, if you really do like that person and if you really do care about them, you'll take your time. Right. That's what it boils down to. Right. You will take your everlasting time and you will then see when their representative turns off, when the mask falls off, you'll get to see that. And then you'll also be able to determine, okay, now that the mask is off, is this really where I want to be? Right. Also, it allows you to see if you even like the motherfucker. Because you can love anybody. Right. You know, you love your mom, you love your sister, you love And you love can your love brother. from a distance. Right. But you can't like from a distance. You can't. No. You can't. I think that like runs way deeper than love, yeah. and that's a whole nother episode right there. Yeah. You got to like the one you're with, right. not just love them. Do you have anything you want to add? Slow the fuck down, people. Slow down. 
get to know yourself. Like if you break up with somebody, you're taking a little bit of time to yourself. Don't be scared to be in that moment with yourself. And don't let anybody rush you into something as if they're the last thing on the planet. If they're in that much of a rush, they're not meant to, like they have a problem. Don't, they're not meant to be with. Let them go. I've, you know, met people online. They want to rush, rush, rush. Like I said, people I meet, oh, and I love you. After like six days, I'm like, oh, this bitch is crazy. (laughs) And I kind of leave them to their own senses a little bit. And I kid you not. Two weeks later, three weeks later, they're in a relationship with somebody else. Wow. In an actual yeah. relationship. Flaunting, you know, oh, the ring. And I'm just like, dude, this motherfucker is crazy for real. Yeah. They this got is issues. somebody who just met. They got issues that they have not taken any time to handle. None whatsoever. So just take your time. You know, there's no rush. Get to know yourself. There's, you can never take too much time getting to know yourself. And right. if somebody doesn't want to give you that time and that space they're not the one yeah don't let anybody rush you so slow down tito damn rewind the tape take your furniture off the back of the truck bitch yes put the truck back of the u-haul lot leave it there (laughs) very well said oh my gosh you guys we appreciate y'all so much once again remember to look us up check out our website our beautifully elaborate website that's nice on the eyes i've been told and that's at www.rebelandthegeek.com as well as you guys should check out our facebook page what's the facebook page name boo facebook is rebel and the geek and the instagram page rebel x the geek that's right you got it yeah. i'm poindexter and i'm poison ivy and you were just in tune with rebel and the geek we'll see y'all later peace later